What's up, everyone? Welcome back from east to west to Wake Up Gen ZZZ. We're coming at you guys live from Earth Day. I want to be the first to welcome you and let you know that it is a pleasure to have you with us today. So without further ado, Sierra Lick. I'm Taylor Smith. I'm Chaya Brennan. I'm Sammy Stahl. And I'm Marcus Spellman. And today we're going to be discussing sugar, something that is a part of all of our daily lives and something that has become a staple of the American diet. A study by the University of North Carolina found that about 60% of packaged foods and drinks have added sugar. That isn't including the natural sugar that is already in the product. No wonder the average American consumes about 17.4 teaspoons of sugar a day. With this rising sugar epidemic, people should be careful how much they consume. But how much sugar is the right amount? The American Health Association recommends men have 9 teaspoons and women have even less at 6 teaspoons a day. The amount of sugar consumption is clearly on the rise. The United States Department of Agriculture reports that the average American consumes between 150 to 170 pounds of refined sugars each year. But what are refined sugars? Refined sugars come from sugarcane or sugar beets, which are processed to extract the sugar. It is typically found as sucrose, which is uh, the combination of glucose and fructose. The problem with refined sugar is that uh, the body breaks down refined sugar rapidly, causing insulin and blood sugar levels to skyrocket. High blood sugar can, can then lead to hyperglycemia, which can damage vessels that supply blood to vital organs. Which This can increase the risk of heart disease and stroke, kidney disease, vision problems, and nerve problems. And it all stems from sugar. So now we're going to go into our question section. So everyone here who's with me right now do you think you're eating the right amount of sugar like absolutely not absolutely no no i'm absolutely not eating way more i'm eating a kit kat as we speak i'm eating we're all eating chocolate for breakfast it's day after easter you know i'm a self-diagnosed pre-diabetic me too yeah do you think like these holidays like easter that like produce like this much candy and like everyone's supposed to like buy candy they are promoting consumerism of sugar also i think it's like something to take into account is that even what we're what's supposed to be known as healthy so like a lot of the healthy smoothies that you see in stores have a ton of added sugar that's not even necessary is so yeah fattening. it's insane Johnny so Jones. and a lot of kids and, and adults too are also like kind of tricked because they're like oh i'm eating a healthy snack when they're actually eating like 26 grams of sugar or whatever it is for one cup of juice those naked juices um yeah that's what i'm kind of referring to um but there's a lot of like issues that we could easily avoid if we just check the nutrition label on the back and kind of realize that maybe 30 grams of sugar in one cup of juice isn't that healthy and then switch to a healthier alternative whether that just be an apple or something else but also i think it's difficult today to be able to find healthy snacks that aren't packaged to look healthy instead of actually being healthy like the like i said before the naked juices i feel like the only real snack today is like unprocessed food, which is sad because it's not as delicious. But I think that that's the only real healthy thing that we can eat today. Right. And the way everything is promoted and packaged, it's even for like young kids, all they want to see is like, oh, it's like so shiny and such. There's so many bright colors on the packaging. I want this. And also what stores do a lot of times is they have the candy aisle right near the checkout where kids will grab it and sneak it into the mm-hmm. bag and like they'll start they'll yeah they'll start crying until their mom buys them a Kit Kat or whatever it is um and that's definitely something to take into account and yeah like the 
the the colors that they use on these like packages like they're like proven to be like make you like hungry like it's like the the blue the red and the yellow those colors you'll see like there's a lot of those colors in supermarkets because it makes you hungry and it makes you want to buy these foods that are like that are sugary and they taste good and like the reason i think that a lot of like people like like are addicted to sugar in a sense is because back when we were like primitive times right fruits that were sugary were always like healthy and you could always eat them so when you tasted sugar you knew that this food was okay to eat and then now it's just coming like you just add sugar to everything so everything tastes good and everything seems like it's okay to eat so my question is if it seems like we as consumers can't figure this out do we need someone else to figure it out for us like new york city in the past has proposed a soda ban on a you know drinks above whatever x amount of ounces i mean i think that's that's necessary very smart i feel like that like a ban on it was it a ban on sodas or was it a tax on i think it was a tax yeah it was a a tax on sodas right yeah it was a tax on something if you apply like i think they floated the idea of a ban at one point too yeah like you know how the the paper the plastic bags Mm -hmm. uh, the the ban it's uh the same thing like if you ban something it's just kind of like the the government is stepping in and saying like you don't get to choose. And yeah, so, people like, are not going to let the infringement yeah, on their right to yeah. choose their right. double gulp. Yeah, but I really think that like, that's necessary because to an extent there are people. Exactly. And like there are people who drink a 64 ounce of Diet Coke every single day. And like it kind of makes you rethink, do I really need to be drinking this or can I just drink some water instead and maybe have a smaller Coke and just cutting down the everyday um, amount that you're drinking is really important. Like, as well. yeah, I know someone who's like he used to drink soda every day, and now he only drinks it like once a week. Yeah. And it's it it really is hard for some people because they really do get addicted to this right. stuff. Right. And like I myself am trying to cut down my sugar, and it's really hard. Like there's sugar everywhere. There's always like, do you want to have dessert? Do you want like to go mm-hmm. get ice cream? Even coffees. Like if I want a coffee yeah. at lunch, it has so much sugar in it. It's insane. I used to have, like, a one Diet Coke, like, every day. There's, like, a, you know, all of us know Ronnie's. It's, like, for yeah. Lis- yeah. our listeners, it's, like, a little joint. You could get a burger, fries. I used to get a Coca-Cola from there every day, and I put on the pounds, and I stopped. And now, I was like, when I think back on it, it's, like, I was seriously addicted to it. Like, they put stuff in there that, like, hooks you on it. Like, now I, like, I think about it, and actually, I'm not kidding. It kind of sounds disgusting. It's a bit off-putting. Yeah. It's, like, you know, some brown drink. It didn't even really taste that good. But, like, that's the type of stuff that was, like, going into our body. And, like, right. our body is, like, the, it's, like, actual sugar, it's, 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 actual sugar is good for you. Like, sugars in fruits. But having too much, your body doesn't know how to process it. So it just turns it right, right into fat. And it just <laughs> goes directly like, to it. And also, yeah. another thing to consider is, like, the way we're eating and the way we're treating our bodies now completely is ref- reflected later in life. And you're going to have to pay for um, higher health costs and things like that. All right, so um, here's a quick question. What does your, your diet like consist of now? Like, how much sugar do you think you're having, like, each day? I know I literally have sugar at every meal. I eat a 15-gram sugar baby yogurt for breakfast. I have a London Fog from my lovely estate coffee. Oh, I, I know it has sugar. I know it has sugar. And for dinner, I'll have, I don't know, probably, like, pasta but that's not good for you either. And then I'll have dessert, a huge bowl of ice cream. Carbohydrates, uh, like, dissolve. They're processed into sugar. They in are body. in your body, and it's just atrocious. I know that I have an atrocious diet, but I am 
self-admittedly addicted to sugar so what am i supposed to do yeah. what am i gonna and like, do a lot of the times like is it easy is the question is is it easy to eat healthy while you're in high school or while That's you're at exactly school or right. college because a lot of the times these cafeterias aren't really providing like that extra step like the the farmer's market like when you get like out of school it makes it a lot easier because you get to choose you what you eat you get to make right. your own like decisions with your money but when you're living with your parents and they they're not as conscious as you it's really hard to eat healthy a lot of times and especially at school i know that the lunch uh like the lunch options here at the it's cafeteria always, like, pizza yeah it's burgers. not it's, and, and even like, I, like the fruit is so unappealing because it's just sitting yeah, there on the just, table outside and it's kind of like well, and, I don't know who's been. And here. like, I want to make a conscious decision to eat healthy, but it's just so hard. Like when, like, I don't make my own. If I don't make my own lunch one day, and I want need to get something to eat, I go to the cafeteria and I get a piece right. of pizza. And, and even when you are in high school and your eating choices are not your own, your habits translate to college and then the rest of your life. So it's just kind of Definitely. a foundational stage. Yeah. I think another problem is the big cost component, right? Yes, definitely. I mean, Absolutely. everything, sure. all of, all processed foods have somehow become super cheap. Very cheap. And stuff that's healthy, you know, like an apple, you know, at the market could be, what, $3, $2 a pound. The thing is, if you look a little bit deeper, too, these workers that are producing these, um, these like, products, like uh, McDonald's hamburger, for example, I are getting abused like the workers are getting abused oh, the yeah. animals are getting abused it's just the like planet's this, getting abused yeah, in the it's process just like this huge thing like if you look at this these cows are crammed in these tiny spaces kfos and then they're like K-fos. and then they're being bred to like to grow like even faster so yeah. that mm-hmm. there's like less downtime and it's just like this crazy thing like they they barely ever see the sun and they're, they're fed the corn the same I mean, corn yeah. that corn. makes our high fructose corn, yeah, the syrup. corn the they're corn fed it to bad. fatten them they are fed I mean, corn to fatten them we could them. do like a whole nother podcast on this issue because it, it's so like widespread just between like animal treatment and like what we're putting in our bodies but i think in terms of sugar it's so important just to like like take control of what you're putting into your body and don't let these corporations trick you in a way that they're tricking the entire rest of this country because they have so much power over us and we don't really think about it um but it's just like they really do reflect what we're eating and what we're buying and things like that um so that's definitely something if you look at it like 74 percent of processed foods uh contain added sugar like and they're all they, they're all like it's so hidden because there's like right. there's almost like sixty different names that sugar can go under, and it's just like and most times it, it's not even necessary to make it taste good. Like it would taste just a, like yeah. almost. It the actually same. sometimes it tastes better without the sugar. Yeah, in it. Like, exactly. And, but the thing is, um, I forget when it was, but like, uh, it, it was some some organization like they decided they made a law that um, like it takes out like fat from the diet. And that, oh, trans fat. Yeah, it takes yeah. out trans fats, right, from the food. And taking out the fats from the food makes the taste, like, go down. So then people started adding more and more sugar right. to the food to make it taste oh, better because there's no fat. And Which is almost making the problem even yeah. worse. See, it's yeah. like the whole yeah. thing's rigged against us. Like, we can't even figure out how to properly read the nutrition labels, which are supposed to empower the consumer. Yeah. yeah. So what are we going to do about it? So it gets back to the question about government. I mean, I know the government requires that nutrition labels be on foods, but do they need to go a step further and just, you know, they, they know what's best, yeah. right? There's scientists that work for these agencies. Well, I feel like right now in our government, I feel like like the head of the EPA right now, he's like, he was like the head of like, I think it was like ExxonMobil. He was yeah. like, mm-hmm. like a huge promoter of these like organizations that were like terrible for the environment. Mm-hmm. But now he's like running the EPA. Yeah. And I feel like, 
a lot of times like you really need to step up and like uh, it's it's really hard in our society right now because like it feels like you don't really have a voice when there's so many people living in the u.s that's right then and it gets uh then you start opening up the can of worms that is lobbying of you know governmental agencies and all the ties to big corporations right and the the amount of power they have in government just with how well and the amount of there. money yeah. is being poured mm-hmm. into lobbyists and i think it's like i think also like with informing consumers on what they're eating it's kind of the same argument of like when you buy a pack of cigarettes it says this may cause lung cancer and that says it for a reason and like i feel like on some products there should be some kind of label that says hey this does contain 50 grams of sugar and mm. this also and also another thing to take into consideration is like even with these naked juices some of them could be like two and a half two and a half serving sorry and you don't really realize so you're just like oh it's like 100 calories mm-hmm. but no it's not it's 100 calories per serving and you have yeah, two and a half like a and that's also tri- like the sugars being mm-hmm. multiplied as well yeah it's like tricking the consumer and yeah. buying these like products yeah and like a lot of the t- i there's only a couple times like i remember but like there's uh there's products that um like if it's less than a certain amount of sugar you don't have to put how much sugar is actually in it but it's still like it's per serving so it's still like a lot of sugar that you're right. getting in your diet so here are some easy things you can do uh from suzanne patterson who's a writer for the alternative daily and uh if you really want to commit to reducing sugar in your diet so she says don't eat anything with uh five or more ingredients in it so that's like a huge thing like in the sense of like almost like all the products in the supermarket have like more than five things i feel like and it's really hard but if you really if you search for this stuff you can definitely find it like at the open market almost all these things are like very healthy for you and then like at costco they've just added these like these green signs that you can go to and uh those green signs contain like healthy options and then uh don't eat anything with ingredients you can't pronounce which is a big thing because a lot of these ingredients are like chemicals that are just like you have no clue what they are and they're they're not supposed to be in our diet in the sense of like these things weren't there a couple hundred years ago and now having them in our diet is just not this great thing and then um don't eat foods you see in commercials uh which is an interesting one for like in a sense like I feel like you can see commercials for healthy foods, but I feel the like California for, raisin PSA. Yeah, for the most for Mexico. Yeah, for the, <laughs> for the most part, <laughs> for the most part though, like you see like Coke ads, you see like uh, Doritos ads, Cheez-Its, yeah, all these foods that aren't like the greatest for you. And then um, eat foods that will rot and spoil is a huge thing. Like in the sense of if it doesn't rot and spoil there is something that's added to it that isn't healthy for you in a sense it's pres- yeah preservatives have you seen that time lapse of that mcdonald's burger I was about that to never that. ever after three uh, years rotted. it was, it was like disgusting uh i did not oh. see that but i will look at that that sounds gross but um yeah Let's and put then the link in the show sh- we will put the link in the show notes guys <laughs> And then uh, eat food that has been around for more than 100 years, which is another big thing because these foods that have been around for hundreds of years, they're proven to be healthy because people have been eating them and they've been healthy. And they're unprocessed. Yeah. Industrial revolution. Yeah. And then eat foods that are organic, local, and sustainable. So those are some healthy options you can do to reduce your sugar and just to eat healthy in general to be like a conscious person to the environment. So... Also, just, like, another thing to add is just 
empower yourself as a consumer because you have the power of what is going on those shelves. Because if you're continuing to buy the same product that has 68 grams of sugar or whatever it is and then also all these chemicals that you can't pronounce like marcus was saying they're gonna keep producing it and they're gonna say oh it's working because they're buying it so really just educate yourself on the major corporations and how they treat their workers and you know where their product is made how their product is made the ingredients that the product is made with um we'll link a few apps down below that you can download for scanning products and it'll tell you if it was made with child labor um unfair contains palm oil unfair working wages just different things like that because there is so much power in what you're buying and it's really um our job as consumers to inform ourselves all right so just a last little thing so if you're interested in doing some more this these are some like my top three like favorite things that i've seen recently so uh food incorporated the movie and then there's also a book food incorporated turned me vegetarian yeah it was i'm saying it it was it was very good in the sense of like showing what these food companies are like really doing and then uh fast food nation is also another one by the same person and then one that i really liked that i watched with casey in biology was uh supersize me yeah, it was a it was a good one. The yeah, so those are some some of the things you can watch if you're still interested in getting some more information. So I'd like to thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you guys. And uh, we'll hope to see you next time.